0: Brunche, brunche, that's how we say brunch. Here's to the ladies who say visit with their lunch. Cuando want that bochinche? Back at You know what they said? That's who busy got is thinking.
1: Aquí en esta mesa se respeta como unión. Si la
0: copa es italiana, yo
1: te do la bendición. So what if we get that shit? We from the Bronx. Don't get it twisted. We be going to Manhattan. Be a queen. Be a boss. Ladies, ladies who brunch and pop it, it Hey, we
0: pop, pop, and pop it all What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Ladies Who Brunch. I am Julisa. What's
1: good, everybody? This is Skittles.
0: And this week, repping Florida, repping Florida today or in the Bronx today? No, no,
2: we're repping
0: New York. New York.
1: Reppin' New York. Oh, repping right. New York. All right. reppin New, 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 Yorkers. Yorkers.
0: Reppin New York. New York. on the East Coast. All right, repping <laughs> East Coast Latinos. Yes. Our radio queen, Yatu Sabe, Jayla. Who the fuck are you? What's up? It's your
1: girl. Bam, bam, bam. Oh, <laughs> give us, <laughs> our, sorry, bro, I want it. you to give us the whole give us the whole the whole, the whole spiel. Steel? Yeah, yeah, give us us right now.
2: Cause I was gonna say I like tacos too. No. <laughs> 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 um so I am a Costa Rican Salvadorian radio personality. <coughs> Model, mom, daughter, friend, I bad bitch, va- event lady, manager, who, lady who like, you name it, and I'm here for it. Like, let's get to work. Yeah, I look yes. corresponding, blogging, social media, comedy skits, like, I mean, whatever gets the bills paid. That's yes, right. yes, That's right. yes.
1: And it's so funny how we all met. Like, we all met at Hispanicize 2019. um... Uh, We were just, you know, kikiing or whatever. And you just so happened to just be moving to New York. Like, I literally look like
2: the bag lady in L.A. Yeah. Like, I look crazy (laughs) coming into L.A. I'm like, okay, I'm going to go present this award. And I'm I'm nominated. Like, I'm going over there. I'm not missing this weekend just because I have to change my whole life and move to New York (laughs) forever and leave my kid behind. No, I'm just going to go look like the bag lady, like the crazy bag lady with my... My coats and all my jackets to go to LA and just have
3: like a <laughs> <one laughs> tiny dress to wear.
2: Um, but yeah, I packed up four maletas and I just like went to LA and I like crashed with one of my friends. Wow! And then I had to be in new york to start my show by monday yeah so, and hispanicize was till basically till sunday? sunday yeah was <laughs>
1: till like sunday night
2: and then i got here landed at jfk and my friends were like huh, let's go brunch <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah. "Bitch, right away <laughs> well all right i guess like with my maletas like <laughs> does their coat check for this
1: yeah, it's just start it off make right. it happen start off your time
0: right new york city city of dreams so tell us a little bit about where your love for because you do like you listed you do a whole lot of shit but like where did your passion for because i think of our mediums as storytelling right whether we're creating it beforehand or we're, we're doing it in the moment we're telling stories and we're connecting with people where did your love for storytelling and connection come from
2: Um, honestly, I think the older I get, the more a, my daddy issues come out. Mm -hmm. Um, this being said, I think that my, my original connection to what is music, what got me into radio, what got me into all of that has been the culture. Um, Mm -hmm. a lot of it is, especially with my dad, my mom and dad are very different people. You know, uh, I feel like that's why I relate so much to Dominicans because like in Costa Rica, like we're the Central American Dominicans. Like, right, just, right, right. Like, we like to party the same and drink the same and compartir con familia the same. Mm. Like, there's a lot of similarities, like, whether it's dancing or, you know, my, I remember my growing up hearing my dad tell me stories about how him and my aunt used to go to dance competitions together and they would be partners and they they would do salsa and cumbia and old school, like, you know, music. And my uncle was always a dancer, you know? So a lot of my family, we grew up with the house parties. We grew up with the comidas and the marisco on the day after New Year because everybody was hungover. The kids be having to hide in the room Mm -hmm. and I'd be the one, like, because I was one of the older cousins in the second set of generation. So I'd be like, I wanted to be with the adults, but... Like, I also, like, wanted to be with my little cousins. You know, they didn't call me Angelica Pickles for no reason. Yes, Angelica Pickles! I was the older prima. Like, I was like, y'all doing what I say. Okay, you're going to be Ken. You're going to be Ken. And we're playing Barbies. So, like, but I grew up with a lot of that bilingual culture. You know, my parents... Being Central American, again, my mom was super strict. She's the baby of eight on the Salvadorian Mm. side. And they all live down the street. They're all very, very Central American. Yeah, You know, my mom was, it was weird for them because my mom married out of her country. Hmm. You know, so her marrying a Costa Rican, even though he's Central American, was horrible. God forbid dating out of color, dating out of race. Like, it's just, it's a lie. And it's very real. So I grew up very mixed cultural. And I feel like that's why, for me, even though I was born in New York, I was born in Long Island, my parents took me to Florida very quickly. Mm. And they very much tried to keep me away and protect me from all of this. But my life and soul... That seems like the story... I I feel like
1: I have cousins that have that same story. Not to cut you off. Keep going. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) And, and,
2: and, And it's not... Again, it's part of, I feel like... It's it's part of what they thought were breaking cycles at their time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just like for us, breaking cycles is doing the mixed race, is right. being exclusive, is right. it's being loving to all. Doesn't matter what uh, gender, what this, who you like, who sexually you like. You know, right. uh, me, cu- like, you know, I had my husband, literally, my ex husband, throw out my life to my parents. He wow. outed me.
0: Wow, you know, wow. And,
2: and that. I don't feel like those. that's fair. And a lot of it had to do more. You know, there's a lot of things in my career. I would be a lot farther if I didn't have the morals, ethics, and foundations that I do have. Mm. As I get older, I try to shake them off. But I was telling somebody on my life today. Yo, my mom be yelling at me. She be looking at my IG mm. and the next morning be like, <laughs> "Ah, yo te dije que por eso estás enferma, por eso estás cansada, ¿verdad? Porque usted no para. You, you drink, you go here, you never stop, you never rest." Yeah. You, da, 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 da. And it's always like, ah! <laughs> like yeah. yeah. But those are again, it's 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 a part of the learning process. It's part of life. It's part of growth. It's part of even um being and understanding self love. Right. Know, and, and figuring out kind of how to navigate through all of that. And for me, it's always been weird because. Of my Central Americanism, I've never really fit in because I grew up with Colombians. I grew up, you know, then I gravitated towards Dominicans, but then Mm -hmm. they would look at me and be like, why do you sound Dominican? But you're not Dominican. You're a fake Dominican. And I was like, I'm not trying to be fake nothing, but it's the one thing I can relate to. Right. And a lot of people just can't understand fitting in when you're out of culture. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Especially because I do not relate to a lot of my, like, even my own people because I didn't grow up necessarily that way. I did grow up with so many cultures. My godparents are Colombian. Yeah. You know, I have other people that I grew up. My best friend's Brazilian. Like, you know, like... Man, you where used to I the whole... live. the yeah. 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 Where <laughs> I live, I was Brazilian's <laughs> Colombians, and we would do international festivals, and that's where I learned about Dominicans. That's where I learned about this. A Colombian man taught me how to dance bachata. Imagínate eso. Wow, yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And is my favorite genre, and I yeah. dance it, and I throw down, and I've thrown down down with the best of them. Yeah. And I'm not, like, I've been called fake a lot. I've been called, oh, you're this, or you act like you're that. And I don't act like anything. I am who I am because I have been such, it's like having a caldero and just throwing all of that shit. All and the I, good I,
3: shit. All of it. Mm-hmm. All, all of the it. Good you shit. throw
2: adobo, you throw carne, you throw poi, you keep. Ke, ke, and yeah. and I feel like for me, that's who I am. I am a Latina. Yes. yes, I'm very proud of my Costa Rican culture. Yes, I'm extremely proud of my Salvadorian culture. Come I on. talk about all of it. Yes. But I'm also proud of all of my other Latinos because I feel that in a weird way we've all struggled in similar ways in just different like like love languages. Yes. Oof listen yeah.
0: you are preaching to something that i often talk about so like i i didn't have that much of a spread in the diaspora in terms of like engaging it necessarily often but like from my dad's side of the family one of his cousins had married a colombian dude and so every time it was their daughter's birthday and we'd be at the birthday parties it was very it was a lot more colombiano than it was dominican and it, that was because our that cousin was like Always felt like Dominicans were less classy than the Colombianos, so it'd be like, okay, we're around the Colombianos, very like, get in very line. Like, I see. Yeah, and you know.
2: Very like this, and I, again, that's why I feel like I'm no again very Dominicanized. Like all of the guys I dated, except for my ex husband, was Dominican. Girl, mm. how how
0: would you manage? Because I can't with Dominican. I, have, I don't I'm, gonna I'm gonna be, be very, thin- very, very,
2: very <laughs> honest with you. <laughs> I it's it's one word and one word only. <laughs> Masochista. Yeah. yeah. Yep, yep. I went straight to the dick. I went straight <laughs> to the dick. I was like,
1: it's, it's the, the dick. dick. <laughs>
2: that's part of being a muscle.
0: Right, piece right. that's part oh, of like, it. Yeah. Be real. No, no, <laughs> no it, it's, it's true. But like, no, but so what I'm saying essentially is that like we as Latinos, we have so many commonalities and it's a, it, like to the rest of the world, they think, oh, you speak Spanish, poop, you're all the same thing and they blanket us. But amongst each other, there's so many layers and colors and we don't often have the opportunity to really dig deep and learn more about each other's culture mm-hmm. and, and the love and the nuances in that and I think as a New Yorker I'm privileged I, I say that all the time Absolutely. when I go to LA especially I'm like holy shit why do I keep having to just dis- explain what a Dominican is that yeah. makes no sense to me it actually freaks me out when people say oh would you ever move to LA like you know big dream blah blah blah. big dream of
2: what to be out there like isolated you're Salvadorian they love you out here I'm like yeah but that's that 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 culture, that West Coast, that they're completely different, different. culture than we are in the East Coast. Yes. yes. We are, I don't care who you... You can live in Queens and Jackson Heights and live in the most Colombian spot in the world. You can live in the Bronx and the most Dominican spot in the world. You can right. live in El Barrio and have the most Puerto Rican spot in the world but at the end of the day you have always been exposed to other people, people. Yep. always mm-hmm. yep. and we take that very much for granted as New yeah. Yorkers yeah. Because Yes, because it, it, I'm telling you as a Floridian where I grew up there was not that exposure Yeah, there was not that that's why yeah. I feel like my I always gravitated towards New York Yeah, because I, I will tell you Jayla was created and reborn in New York period mm-hmm. Hmm. Hmm. this Look. is where i was born i yes. was born in new york i develop mm-hmm. developed my self-love i developed my wanting to break cycles i developed my dream of wanting and feeling like you can actually do more yes this Always. is the only place in the world i feel you can walk out of a dirty ass pissed rat infested subway
0: <laughs> Word and walk
2: <laughs> out into a ball of energy. Yeah, go to a restaurant, a bar, a deli down the street, and that one person you met in line paying for it can change your entire life. Yep, mm. yep, yep. Or you get the energy you never thought you expected or needed after a really crappy day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You yes. don't know. This is the city of magic. This is literally adult Disney World. Yes. Wow. Yes.
1: You know. I, it's funny. Like, I feel like Thank being you. people that grew up here, like, I, me and Julissa have a certain, I, I definitely have that love for New York. And being from here, you have a love for New York. But hearing it so, like, articulated from someone who was here and then left is, like, it I've brings a back
2: certain and appreciation. Forth. This is literally, I feel like, my third time's a charm. Hmm. Mm. Because I've been back and forth since and. 12
3: Mm. and i was
2: here i just moved back four months ago i was here before that from august of 2018 until may of 2019 Mm. where i finally threw up the white flag and i was like i can't do this Mm. i was actually working lift in new jersey girl no way after 10 years of 12 11 years of being in this game not being in a space being in a state of depression Being in a state where my energy was so shitty, I couldn't even attract a job. Mm. And I was interviewing with the best of the best. I'm talking about the best companies in this world Mm -hmm. where I was flabbergasted. But the depression, the mental health, the separation, the divorce, the being a single mom, the going through all of this and feeling so alone and feeling so hurt and only wanting something so bad that I couldn't attain. Mm that it wasn't it wasn't right and I I I finally threw the white flag up unfortunately after going through some domestic violence in January of last of twenty nineteen. Um and it was very life changing for so many reasons. I was already separated from that person. I was already living a separate life. They chased me. They it, it was it was so toxic and I just felt like I couldn't get out of it. And when I finally had to set that reset button, right, wow. and not, it wasn't about me at that time. At that time, my daughter. daughter had seen all of that. It's your daughter, and yep. she was three years old, and to wow. have to take her home and give, essentially, showing my parents they were right. Like, you mm-hmm. know, everybody wants me to be in Florida. I own my house in Florida. I've had a house for twelve years. Mm. I have no reason oh. to be struggling paying rent in New York City, right. Right. I have a car in Florida that's sitting there that I still got to pay for. Yeah. I have a mortgage. I have that. I have my family down the street that will take care of my daughter. And why? I'm, again, masoquista. I want to come and live my dream. Yeah. I want to break those cycles. I want to take that American dream that my parents came to these countries for to the next level. Yep, my dad on. hates his job. Every day he wakes up saying how much he hates his job, but he loves the money it makes him to provide come for on. his family. family. And you know what? Mm-hmm, you know what's mm-hmm. crazy? That my job now is to do what I love to do. Every day, but pay my bills, get that mortgage, pay that college, get that trust fund started. Hell
0: yeah. Trust fund. Come trust funds. That's, Wait, my, that's listen, what I listen, I'm I trying love, to have trust from. I grew up in Boca
2: Raton, Florida. All my friends, all the girls in my class were little Britney, little Britney, yeah. little Britney switching her hair over here. Talk about their trust funds and how they don't need nothing. The first Hummer ever on the street was in my high school. My high school for wow. a 16-year-old. Wow. Their BMWs, their Mercedes, things I have not yet even come right. close to. Right, right. And I'm here fighting for different priorities. Right. Um, Instead of getting that Porsche, I'm going to go get that house. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody's going to see my asset, but I know what I've worked for. Right. Girl.
0: Girl. Let me tell you something. Woo, first wow. of all, you deserve it, and a- that, ladies
1: and gentlemen, is a lady who bronches. Right, <laughs> a lady
0: who I just, I like and, 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 a
1: lady who fucking does everything. And, and
0: and and thank you so much for sharing all of that because I do think, and we'll talk about this a little later, but sometimes people see the positions or, or where you've come and they meet you like at the middle of the mountain or the top of the mountain of a specific journey, and they're like, "Oh yeah, you had it all. It came easy," and they perceive you to be the the little Britneys and stuff that you know you grew up around, and you're like, "No, do you?" understand thanks though. social media right social it's media a, it's a love
2: and hate but the perception. right now we live in a. and i've been saying this for at least three years solid the last three years have been an unfortunate serious events of perception yes people's perceptions of pe- what people's lives are i've heard some of the most successful hard-working amazing I I wish I would have their live individuals and to hear them say I haven't done this or I haven't been this happy in this amount of years or I haven't like don't believe what you see like you it it really is real the perception game right now is ridiculous yeah it's it's, and it's really sucks because i feel like it takes away from a lot of the work that people have been doing
0: right mm-hmm. right yeah
2: no it, it's it's difficult
0: uh, perception is not always reality
2: uh-uh, definitely. <laughs> yeah.
1: all right jayla so when you out with the girls at brunch and shit what's your choice beverage what are you drinking
2: I'm not going to (laughs) lie. So I have two drinks and one is safer than the other. Okay. The first, the second one probably gets me in the most trouble of them all. Okay. So (laughs) I'm not your normal girl. I love mimosas. They're all cute and dandy and bubbly. Right. Let's be real. It's juice. It's juice. It's it's like beer. I don't drink beer. It gets me gassy. I don't like all that. Right. I like to get straight to the point And I like to get saucy Yeah So <clears throat> So I If I'm gonna be safe If I'm trying to like Last a little longer <laughs> I feel like <laughs> a long game. Trying to a <laughs> If you're If you're pacing yourself <laughs> If I'm pacing myself It's going to be some Jameson straight on the rocks With For brunch? With, with Limong. And yeah. you have a little Champagne in there too <laughs> It makes it bubbly <laughs>
1: You know what it is? I is drink that- like a man. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, mean, I, I'm I, think, I think that's sorry. what it is. It's like I feel like Jameson seems so strong for like brunch. But if that's what you're doing, I want to do it too. So fuck no, it you off. know we why? Will not because make it to you can the make meal. it
2: like you We're can do Jameson with like meal. passion fruit juice and some limon. <laughs> the limon, the limon kills the harshness of it. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. I put limon in everything. If you can, like, literally, my first request when I get like. You're asking for a bottle, like forget the bottle. Get me a cup of limon, and then whatever bottle you get me, that will work. Right. Like I will make Mm. it work. Right. So for me, limon is like my like weapon of choice. Yes. Mm. Limon is my key. It's my secret. Like if my drink doesn't have a limon in it, it's I am I am not okay. Yeah. (laughs) Something is wrong. (laughs) If I don't have a limon in my drink, it's like. Today is an exception to the rule. Right, more. sorry. Okay, I don't know. Yeah, I'm sitting here like, shit, where's the limon? at? Don't play, because normally I bring my own yeah. <laughs> That's <Not> right. right. <laughs> um, no, and then I do really, really, really like passion fruit, henny, mimosas.
0: Ooh, oh. I've never had
2: that. Really? That sounds Does delicious. Does that still have champagne in it? Uh, a dash. It has like a sprinkle. So Just like the bubbles. champagne is like the ginger ale. Right. So, like, um, you know, if you would like have henny and ginger. Mm-hmm. Right. So you do the champagne. And then you mostly do like passion fruit, and then you add like a drip of limon, and you're good to go. That's okay.
0: lit. I that's like one of my like mommies and mimosas
2: type of vibes. Uh, okay,
0: lit. yeah. No, we're gonna have yes. to try
2: that. We're gonna that's, have to that's, try that. That's yes. That's the That's right, so the so J-la, yeah. J-la, Jla mimosa. J-la. Yeah.
1: If we're on, if we're sipping on Jla mimosas, which we definitely have to get like the ingredients and do a little yeah like, thing for taste, yes. taste testers. Yes, I want to try that. You know, I'm, the, you I've never been a big honey person, but like. I could fuck with honey in the right combination. That's how
0: I made my yeah. daughter.
2: <laughs> a whole lot of Hennessy. <laughs> Thank you, Uptown. Thank yes, you, the Bronx. Yep. Thank you, honey. That's why I have a beautiful
1: five-year-old now. There <laughs> uh-huh. So we have our honey mimosas. What are you choosing to drink? What is your go-to eat. brunch plate?
2: Eat, eat. You say what, said, what you eat. Eat <laughs> too um, much. Actually. Eat. My favorite brunch meal, like now that I think about it, because I've been to a lot of brunches, and every time I go to a brunch, like, I'm always like, I'm going to eat this. And then I always end up with the same thing. Huevos rancheros. <laughs> Huevos rancheros.
0: <laughs> I love That's, that's a, a central, That it's is the Central
2: choice. American side of me, because it's like una tostada tiene frijoles un queso oh, yes. con que, like un huevo like, el queso encima yes. aguacate like yes. it's a mix of like literally all my worlds yes. and if you're doing like especially if you're going uptown it doesn't taste like a regular Central American one right. it tastes like some like Dominican, Dominican. I was just about to like, say because like, the ranchero, like, in I got like yeah. all the best worlds in one yes. so, so huevo rancheros is my go-to I love that so tell
0: us a little bit about what it was like going out to eat when you were a kid.
2: <laughs> Special occasions is the first thing that comes to mind. Always yeah. because that's the only time we would really go out to eat. Yeah. 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 <laughs>
1: it was
2: oh I spilled my drink. I'm I was no. My was wild I spilled it in.
3: Spilled it in.
2: Spilled it
1: in. Guys. I'm like party falling in the corner. I felt bad because the conversation's happening. And, and I like, literally yes. see,
3: all you I see, see behind your like, Skittles like, doing. What, what,
2: what. Isn't that the worst when it happens in front of a really cute boy, though? Uh, You'll be like uh, acting tough. Like, yeah. I got this through. Like, yeah. That's me. I'm cute. clumsy. No big. Yeah. No, um, My experience is actually, and it's really funny because I have a really fond love for, um, I remember growing up, so my dad is super, 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 super Costa Rican, which means he cannot have any of his food without rice.
3: Mm. (laughs)
2: He's like a Dominican. but, (laughs) But here's the catch. White rice doesn't count.
0: Oh, what? what? It has to be No, yellow? no, no,
2: no. I'm not talking about Latino white rice. I'm talking about white people rice. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we was not allowed. I was like, wait, it always I has to be, be yellow? I like, like
0: because like, no, 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 <laughs> no.
2: If I were to tell him, yo, papi, pero a Fridays. Oh, no. You know, Applebee's <laughs> tienen arroz. He'd be like. So, our options always kind of really went from like Spanish food to like Chinese food. Wow. Because it had rice. Right. So, like, like, one of the biggest issues we always had was like, you know, we'd be leaving church or we'd be doing like, I think we finally found a medium, like a medium ground, like right. a middle ground, and it was chilies. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> and it was after his stomach surgery. and that Now was I weirdly
1: want to go to Chili's and order rice.
2: Um, <laughs> no, because he didn't eat rice at that point now oh. We were having some fajitas. Or fajitas. Fajitas? <laughs> uh, fajitas. Fajitas. Because, you know, that's how they would order it. Um, some fajitas at Chili's. But actually, you know, now that we've gotten older and we kind of settled the piece on that. Because yeah. I remember at one point where it was like, Chinese food for fulanita. I did a huge... I don't tell people this often because I feel very (laughs) Uh un-Latina. (laughs) Uh-oh. I did a protest for five years when I was younger because my dad would only like to eat red meat Mm -hmm. and rice, Latino rice. So we could not go anywhere that didn't have that. He would eat Chicken? No, like for him it was just like he, El quería carne, el quería bistec, churrasco, wow. t-bone Like el quería carne My dad's a manly man Right So, of course, me being the masochista rebel that I am <laughs> Totally protested So I was like, I didn't eat rice for five years Wow No rice, zero rice Wow, wow. And I had no red meat So I'm very much accustomed to only fish, turkey, and chicken Yeah And even, like, because I'm Salvadorian, it wasn't hard for me because... For us, all alternative is tortillas. I grew up watching my grandparents only eat con tortillas. Mm. Yeah. Even they would eat their arroz con tortilla. Like they would like scoop up the rice with the tortilla. My abuelo would sit there as I like sat there and cried while I put my feet up because the chickens were running on the floor. I "I have such a (laughs) bird phobia. Um, (laughs) That he'd be scooping up and I'd be like, yo, he's not even using a fork. What a G. Wow. Yo. That's some real shit. (laughs) You know, so like I'm very used to eating... With my hand like I'm very like yes. handsy yes. yes might not always be a good thing yeah. with some, yeah. not, it might not be a good thing Ooh. with some honey like just the, the Adam's fan. I mean that might be the best
1: thing right. like, in my opinion I'm not I'm just trying to say like <laughs> this Jameson is getting me I think this might be the drunkest I've ever been on a lady too. <laughs> don't
3: say that
2: <laughs> Mind you we only had two drinks. Let me let me let me at least put this out there. But, but,
0: but two like drinks. Drinks. Like, drinks. Trago. Trago. Like that yeah. one. <laughs> All right. So what is your favorite bochincha topic to talk about over a meal?
2: Boys. Boys. <laughs> always. I am let's get into it. I will always say this. Man, my dad is the love of my life. Mm. But in the same token, and we were talking about this off air kind of a little bit um, like spirits and like past mm-hmm, lives mm-hmm. and stuff like mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. I'm truly like, literally, like my dad is the love of my life. Mm. Like I, I truly, like, I will, he's my everything. I can't even imagine being without him. Yeah. And it's crazy because we've both separately been told that we've been together in past lives.
0: Aww.
2: So like I've been his mom. He's now my dad. Wow. We've been together in a relationship. Wow. And the fact that he loves my daughter the way she he does, I get so jealous to another point, <gasps> to another level. Wow. Where I literally fight my kid.
0: Wow. Like we are like,
2: yo, I'm like, can you let me talk to my dad like, like I'm in New York. Like I miss you both, but like let me talk. That's there. my dad, and you're my daughter, and I love you both, but like
0: separate. Yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah. stop it.
2: And they love each other so, so much beautiful. that it's so beautiful and hurtful at, at the, the same, same time. time. I'm like, Daddy. <laughs> of me, you know, like, but it's, yeah. but it's it's a good thing. Like, I'm really happy. I'm very blessed that I have that, right? You know, and it, and like even like I, well, I told you guys earlier, you know, my ex husband tried to out me, so he told my family, he sent my mom a picture of me and another girl kissing. Wow. Like it was so Oh bad. wow.
1: You meant out like that. you thought
2: she meant out Yeah, no, I thought she
1: I thought
3: you and meant out. In terms of, no, like, and I don't I talk meant, about it. No, and I don't talk about it often.
2: I think and and I don't do it not because I'm I'm ashamed of who I am, because the people who are very close to me know, know who you are.
0: Yeah. They are very <laughs>
2: <laughs> almost too much. Get almost too much. That's my why I drink JMO and Henny, depending on the evening. <laughs> wow. Um, but certain things do certain situations. And yes. even when I met my ex-husband, he knew that.
3: Mm-hmm. But I've
2: always, again, been so respectful. And I put other people's feelings in front First. of my own. Yeah. My daughters, my ex-husbands. Even now, we're not together. And it's not... Yo, I can't stand him, but I still have to respect him as the father of my daughter, and that's really difficult to have to navigate through.
3: Mm-hmm. You know, it's have
2: it's it's difficult to navigate through two completely different sets of parents. You yeah. know, it's it traditions, parents, people, situations, what people perceive of you in the yeah. industry. You know, so it's like it's hard. Like, do I smoke hookah on camera? Do I mm. do I put out that I like girls? Do yeah. I, you know, do my recreational activities Please. there? Yeah, do yeah, I drink yeah, too yeah. much? I have people hit me up today, big plus male models, be like, yo, I love when you're lit because there's a side of you and a spirit of you that comes out. That we don't get to see very often. Yeah. And that's really hard because I hide that from my family.
0: Yeah. Because Girl, I don't want them to
2: hurt. I don't want them to think that I'm disrespecting their people, their mm. legacy, that last name. Yeah. And it's really, really, really hard to pick and choose what battles I'm okay with.
0: Yeah. Girl. Because at
2: the end of the day, there's sometimes I just want to be like, Bueno, it's my life. Let me be me.
0: Yep. Yep, listen, and I, I I, truly, truly relate to that. I think that, like, just as Latinas, like, there's oftentimes where you are put in the position where you have to carry the name or the tradition on your back. And, like, that generational shit, it's like, oh, so we both, uh, all, all three of us fuck with Vida. Spiritual shout-out to Readings yes, by Vida. Vida! Um, you know, and and like as she's working on some shit for me right now. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so like I like with with her, I've been trying to really unlearn a lot of that shit because I'm very like ride or die when it comes to things that have to be like I, I'm a rebel. But at the, at the same time, if there's a structure that I believe needs to be upheld, I get very anal about upholding that shit. So, I totally totally relate to that, but I want to circle back you know to talking about the boys because even even no, no, but even in like my relationship with with how I am as a as a, as a straight woman like the this this feeling of like oh talking about dick and sucking this and doing that and da, da, like it feels like it's a it's a dishonor, but to my family, but then when I look at the larger world, I'm like pero julisa. The girls in the world need girls like you to be that bold and to be able to turn. Not yeah. t- it's not turning your back on your family but being able to say family you need to trust and believe that what you gave me is the platform that's building for me to do this thing it's not a topic you care for and it's not something that is within your taste but those tools that you gave me to be the powerful bitch that I am is what I'm going to do so that generations later on don't have to worry about it's a vergüenza it shouldn't be vergüenza right yeah. but somebody has to step out but it's such a challenge because I say that now but in the moment like if my mom was sitting in this room the whole time we've been here you'd think I would've said some, something about <laughs> dick oh, yeah. once no.
2: once Never. I wouldn't even yeah. said the word dick I part of my mother and where I don't <laughs> and that's why her watching my IG sometimes I'm like well it, it, it's a catch a, like literally it's like a catch 22 yeah I feel like I'm teaching her in a way right without yes without having to tell her face to face yeah but at the same yeah. time it's still a certain level of disrespect to right her. right yeah, yeah. I was like right now my gra- like my grandma died almost it'll be 2 years around my birthday mm. and she died the day before my birthday Ugh. no the day after my birthday she waited for me to have my birthday and i love you nana and i'm so like i've never missed her more than i miss her now and i know what in my in my salvadorian life what that means. Mm. They -hmm. don't even wear colors. Wow. For years. Wow. Because it's disrespectful to mourn in color. Wow. And here I am. They don't listen to music. They don't wear color. Wow. They don't, they don't do certain things. They go to novenas. They go every six months. Like they have their traditions Mm. that I think they're beautiful traditions and i give them a lot of respect for even fulfilling
0: right, right. those
2: pres- those traditions in the type of world that we live in right now. Yeah. And it's where do i fight in that in between of wanting to keep them and then being realistic with man that's not who i am.
0: Right. Right.
2: Because i wanted literally to do the complete opposite. Yeah. I wanted to go get drunk. And lit and party Mm -hmm. and dance and celebrate my grandma. Right. But to them, that's disrespect.
0: Right, right.
2: So how do you find those middle grounds in that tradition? You know, there's going to have to be a day that I have to tell my daughter, like, hey, baby, your mom, as much as most 80, I, I will say 70%, I'm straight. 30, I'm very bi- And then the other side of me, I'm fighting my tradition. Mm -hmm. So where do you find that balance for you to be you? You.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: How do I get that open-minded for you fighting my own traditions, who I actually am, Mm -hmm. whether I can come to terms with that person or not? Because it's hard coming to terms with that person. Mm-hmm. It's hard having to tell the people in your life how real you really are. Like, yeah. I literally looked Girl. at my dad. My Girl. dad, and I'm and I probably <laughs> going to regret saying this, but my dad had to look at me and said, hey, I did X, Y, and Z. I'm sorry for hurting you guys. Right. And I had to look at him and say, listen, you're the love of my life. I love you. I am hurt by what you did to us. Pero, this is also who I am.
0: Right. Mm-hmm.
2: And then to get, like, I understand you. And he's like, how do you understand me? I'm like, well, if you're telling me that this is your issue, you're telling me, este tu vicio. Right. And here I am saying, like... <sighs> Sam, I really understand (laughs) Right, 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 right. right. I really get that you like I get why you think women are so beautiful and gorgeous and you're attracted and you're this and you're that. And it's really hard to have to come in that middle ground with, with all of that. Yeah. Because it's like, are you betraying your mother? Are you betraying your father? Are, who are you? Are you betraying yourself as a human being? But this is right. really all about breaking those cycles. So, yep. And it's really scary. You know, I've said it before, and it's really scary. I, this is the first time I think I've ever said this publicly, where I've had little situations and niches where... I, I've realized that my daughter could probably go the other way. Mm. And how am I going to teach my family? I can, me and her will navigate through this. Right, smooth. I have no problems. Mm.
3: Mm.
2: It's not about that. It's about changing and breaking cycles in our community, in our family, in our world. Yeah. Yeah. Girl. I've had to say that. I remember the first time I walked out of a bathroom with my daughter at Disney World and my daughter goes, I said que paso, like are you okay? Mama. I said what? She's so beautiful. Hmm.
0: Hmm. Yeah.
2: And as a woman I felt that.
0: hmm Yeah. Yeah.
2: And those are things we're not allowed to talk about. Yeah,
0: we're not. Yeah.
2: Yep. You can't talk about that. I can't talk about that with my family. I can't right. talk about that with my mother. I can talk about it in a platform, but even then you're so scared to talk about it cuz people automatically perception.
0: Yep. They they put you in a box that means all these things and then that's that's what you are. Ooh, cycles, cycle, 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 breaking cycles, breaking cycle. My, my daughter was born. Yeah, no, and 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 it, it, it for a lot of us, like parents, non-parents, all sorts of things. We kind we have to fight for it for the future period, whether it's somebody in your lineage or just the the, the better health of the overall world. So, yeah, girl. Yeah.
1: Okay, so now we're going to move into the cheers to the ladies who, where we shout out dope people doing dope shit. And this week, I wanted to just shout out Hair Love for winning yes. Best Animated Short at the Oscars yes. for that's a couple so of cute. reasons. Number one, the short was amazing, and it's super important for all the youngest to see. I cried
2: my ass off. As, um, as a single mom, I'm all about daddy loving their girls. Oh, that shit was so um, I, That's cute. like a little, like poke me in my heart. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. You want my panties oh to drop? Be a good God. daddy. Right. <laughs> Literally. Be a good daddy yeah. and it's like, bam. you be a good daddy,
0: I'll be a good girl. <laughs> or you're a bad
1: girl, whichever bad. one. All right. And he was a good dad. <laughs> completely tarnishing the damn animated short that was for children.
0: <laughs> that, oh, how another do you think? Thing, wait, 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 wait. How do you think children we are made. made? Also, you know, damn all well, that dad. If he was a real dad in real life, he would be sexy as fuck. Come on. With them what's dreads funny and his flip-flops, what is funny
1: the dad? The dad in the cartoon. Well, yeah, that dad would be hot. But like the dad <laughs> kind of looked like the guy who was the mm-hmm. Matthew A. Sherry or Cherry. Cherry. Um, which I thought it was crazy how he was the next he was the next athlete to win that Oscar behind Kobe Bryant. Mm-hmm. Oh to, yeah you know?
0: mm-hmm. R.I.P For real So shout out To Matthew and The whole team more, more of this yes. More we of this yes. We need yes. it Yes, yes.
2: Need it. Absolutely. Absolutely For our kids They need it The future needs it Nieces, nephews, kids God kids awesome. <laughs> okay. Alright and now we're moving Into our Tuta loca es moment
0: Where we shout out Motherfuckers for doing the most Cameron. I was about Cam. to say Hopefully it wasn't
2: me <laughs> uh, <laughs> No, you're not the motherfucker. I'm doing not trying to do, you I, doing enough. You doing enough. I don't know. It was fashion week this past weekend, so I'd be doing them all. <laughs> listen, listen.
0: Cameron went on his IG and was talking about, you know, how he understands how women like to use dove soap for their pussy because it's all soft and delicate, which by the way, you're not supposed to use dove soap Wait, on your wait, pussy. my
2: question is so he's Talking about non-Latinas, right? Right, because you know we be. <laughs> my mom got me set to like <laughs> summer's eve, La and my sol. like extra Latina friends, my like Dominican sisters, La are always sol. like limoncello. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> if I need an extra fresh, minty refreshment, mm-hmm. uh, limoncello is where we're going. Uh, <laughs> summer's with- Eve is on like that casual, like date night type thing. Does <laughs> that work with buttholes, too? Yes. yes. Yeah. To I mean, they're cleaners. But, you know, and it's so yes, funny yeah, because yeah. the lemon <laughs> will have it tinkling like extra fresh. Like, really? No, no, no. Like, I'm convinced. Might I'm convinced. it
0: burn your asshole, though? I've never put that on my asshole. Oh, uh, see. But, it, all right. but doesn't but it you tingle your... Like, like asshole, let's be real. I, don't be a mentiroso. I'm not... I'm not no, 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 no. tingles your vagina, Here's though. the thing. So, I used it, uh, I think, like twice in my life. And then I went once when I was young. Here's the real story. Here's the real story. Every time
2: I find Sol at my friend's house... I'm it's, using it. Yo,
0: here's the thing. So when I was younger, right? I feel
2: mad have. I, have I am say. no,
0: no, no. I okay. I get Real excited. talk. That doesn't happen in Costa
2: Rica. We got no name in in Costa Rica. Real
0: talk. In my like, you go to my cousin's houses in DR. Is there? Actually, I'm pretty sure there's one at my mom's house and all that shit. When I was younger, I thought I don't know what I. I didn't understand like my vagina. I didn't understand discharge. There was a lot of stuff going on. But I remember when the gynecologist said
2: not to use those like a perfumed things because they're not good for your vagina, blah, 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 blah. I use the extra sensitive Summer's Eve <laughs> because I grew up in Boca Raton, Florida. And my mom said that that's what we were supposed to, to use. use. Yeah, <laughs> no, and it's funny so fun. Because like I, like vaginal cleaning, like there's so many Even rules actually and all this stuff, say that it's actually bad for you. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but they say it's bad for you. But I actually feel like if I don't use it, it's worse. You know what I like to and not in a bad. Oh, that sounded bad. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, <laughs> no, no, I just don't feel clean if I don't use it. I think it's like such a habit. It's like it's a, ha- a habit. It's like my skincare thing. routine. It's like my makeup routine. Right. It's like my so my yeah. Like my face. I've like,
1: never had a separate routine for my asshole, and now I feel like I you douche. Step my what are you talking about? You don't have a routine for your minute. asshole, I you douche. But like, I don't have like a special like. Well, motherfucker, you, know, she, you
0: can't stick too. everything up your asshole. Sometimes that shit stings is what I'm telling right, you. But, <laughs> but, what I, but what I'm saying is like, cause you know how like they
2: have those. Can't special you just smoke a cigarette it, like, and a, it just all comes, comes out? out.
1: <laughs> Wow! People, no, well, <laughs> because people, no,
2: no, 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 no. <laughs> I, I learned I know, that in the
1: Bronx. I, I know that thing. I know that thing. I'm just saying, like, wow, <laughs> like we ain't edited shit. Nah.
0: <laughs> I learned that one in the Bronx. Smoke a new part. Listen, listen yeah. I'm gonna, I'm Smoke gonna. Smoke a new part. I'm just <laughs> saying.
1: I'm just saying. I never had a special soap for my coffee. asshole, and I know that they're coming out with these scrubs, and I just want my my bussy to taste as good as the pussy that's out there.
2: Well, I mean, let me. Well, if worse, comes to just, worse, if worse comes to worse, you know, because, you know, in 2020, we're doing all spiritual, clean. Yes,
0: yes. Shedding you, just go,
2: and you could go straight for the pineapple. <laughs> yeah, no, pineapple.
0: Pineapple. Oh, yeah.
2: Pineapple goes front and back. Yeah However
1: <laughs> We shouting out Cameron Because Cameron right? was talking about We are not on top. Dove soap <laughs>
0: So sorry so Shout out to Dove soap Because I actually
2: Really like Dove soap I fuck with Dove
0: But I don't put it On my pussy No And, and, and here's the thing just, just quick side notes For I all I was gonna say Sounds <laughs> really so, really dip. Right Because because that's not to say That's not to say That you can't use shit Like that on You can all. wash your hair With it Yeah this, wow. Okay Top hair Bottom nice. hair this All is, types of hair But this is what I'm saying You just don't put it inside of there, there. Your vulva, <laughs> your vulva area <laughs> is the sensitive area this where you want to make sure that talk, no soap and shit you goes know, that's into. You know the crevices between your mulo and your pussy. No, and, all and that you stuff, can wash You can the hair. clean that with any type of soap. No, yeah,
2: yeah. Listen, some of us like to be <laughs> semi-natural. Semi, I'm saying there's right. limited versions of right. that. There's different days, situations, men, you people, catch, and that right. you you get a different type of that. seasons. Yeah, I'm you catch saying. me on a lazy day, Battle. you won't get some stuff. I'm just I'm, I'm
1: being Cameron, real. <laughs> I think that the problem was when you started getting weight specific, right? right. So that's because
0: it wasn't even about what, pussy, right? Because it was, was about underarm. Listen,
2: specific. <laughs> because right. this, listen. I'm gonna say it right here, right now. <laughs> I used to be 275 pounds, and never once. A was dove soap down there. Number Come one. On. Number one. Number two. Talk your shit. Number two. Talk your we shit. We knew better and we knew what <laughs> products we needed use. to use for right. you to assume that the right people are not doing the right things in the right situations. You're you're stereotyping and generalizing the people that should not mm-hmm. be doing there. And i like, I literally was 275 pounds. I remember when my f- first boyfriend, his friend was like, you know, we love Jay. She's like one of our best friends. But she's fat. Are you really going to date her?
3: Wow. Ugh
2: and it was like so, so yeah. like really yeah. and it was like I always made sure that I was good like you know what I mean yeah, like and because yeah. none of you that routine no, 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 actually talking on that making sure that I was growing up routine would always ever say I,
1: I would always say as like a fat person that I never wanted to be the person that Staying stay. yeah, yeah. To because stay. like to be fat and staying
0: is the worst is the worst it's thing in the totally. world
2: totally and you know and as a person I feel like at that caliber like you kind of know your own odors I know it sounds really weird to say But this is a realistic conversation I was 275 pounds Like I was the happiest at that time But I also never stank Mm -hmm. I had the best hygiene Like I'm confused as into like where that we, comes yeah. from. Like because I, I really am because I remember having my skincare routine, my body odor routine, my shaving routine, my brush right. teething routine. Brush teething. <laughs> like <laughs> your clothing routine. Like there's just like routines to there's levels to this. Yes. Levels to this like shit. you gotta make sure that every like little crevice is like dead. even your belly Thank button. You. Your belly like, button they, had a routine. You, you do, wash your like, little that belly junk, button, you clean not
1: junk up mm. in your chest.
0: Trump. No, no, no. And so I don't appreciate to 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 sort of like wrap this because exactly what you said,
1: yeah, yeah,
0: Cameron. You can't just be saying shit like that because a it hurts girls' feelings, right? It hurts, to to I, th- it that hurts, you know, yeah, yeah. all of I it. Mean, not gender you, specific. No, no, you know, on you, this show, ladies, universal. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. It hurts people's feelings, and he was talking about girls specifically in the moment, yeah, 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 which is what yeah, yeah. I mean, right? It hurts their feelings. We already, as big women, have these fears, and and like are actually doing the most, actually too much at some point, mm-hmm. right? To to avoid comments like yours, and for you to say some shit like, "Oh, you need something stronger," oh, and and your
2: underarms, especially if you're one seventy five. No, my he nigga, one seventy five say one seventy five. He said. 140 to 150 yeah and, and i'm a good I, I was a 150 depressed like yeah not even five months ago i'm a healthy 175 right now and i'm i like, everybody's like yo you lost man, weight damn you look good damn your ass looks great yeah i gained 30 pounds right 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 So a sure? Cameron Your numbers are wrong You're wrong Sorry my friend And you can never get No pussy and like I love this you, Fuck out of here I'm all about that's it That's a fact but, That's a fact But Yeah Respect is given Where respect is earned And right, right. now that, That's not okay I ain't my fucking
0: with it So you stay 10 feet away From my pussy nigga Fuck out of here
2: Alright <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'll bring you a bottle of sauce For all your friends Right right We won't keep one yeah. In stock in your apartment <laughs> All right. So now we're at our plate of the day, the journey of self-love. Ooh. Namaste, right? Dun, so, dun, dun. <laughs> so, I feel like we've well, pretty much been talking about this, right? Because self-love, first of all, 2020 like has been has come in with such a force, and all of 2019 there was a lot of shutting, like shutting mm-hmm. seasons. I think Absolutely. started in September, and it was it's been like this crazy journey. And I know definitely in my life there's been a lot of like roller coasters, and I've always prided myself in being a person who's had their shit together, or and if I don't have or my, sh- at least sh- had their shit, or at least like at D-K- least we. Look- Look like it. Right. And then and then like the thing is, is that I was so good at presenting to have my shit together that I started to believe in my own head that the, the way, way in which I was managing my life <laughs> had my shit together until the universe. I'm telling you, in the end of 2020 and even still now, because it's like, oh, it's like, bitch, yeah. I thought I taught you. Boop. I thought I taught you. Boop. I thought. Mm-hmm. I, and it's not. And I think that that has a lot to do. They say, you know, uh, again, going back to Vida, Vida always says, you know, um, separation Elevation requires separation, right? And so the more that I am elevating in whatever elements and I've had, a lot of blessings come my way, the more that in the separation, I have things that are pulling and pulling at my legs and pulling at my legs and don't want to see me win. Well,
2: I think a lot of it, it's not even pulling at that. I think a lot of it is a lot of our own ego. It's a lot of our own persona. Big time, yes. Because we we're a creature of habits. Yes. Mm -hmm. And as Latinos, we have these habits that we just can't seem to break. And we, that we can't seem to break those cycles, those habits, those situations that, you know, and I tell my dad this, like when we have our really deep conversations, I tell my brother this, like, man, like you keep telling me the same story again. Like, mm. what is it in that bruh. lesson that you're not, not learning?
3: learning that yes. God
2: keeps trying to teach you that lesson ding, 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 ding. over and over and yep. over and over again. Yep. <laughs> yo, and, and it, 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 yeah. It's very real. Yeah, and people don't want to understand that. It's like, yo, yeah. if you keep falling on the same block, like if you keep falling on the same street step, like if you keep missing that same step, why? Like take a step back. A step it's not back. the universe. It's not God. It's not the people around you. It's you. It's you, yeah. Yep. You you keep you don't want to learn that lesson. God yeah. has been trying to tell you, God, right. the universe, your yeah. spirits, your people, your yep. guidance, your yep. spirit animals. It doesn't matter who it is. Yemaia or shoot. it doesn't yeah. matter. Mm-hmm. They're trying to fuck they're trying to teach you. Right. And right. At some Yo, point they're going to yeah. And at
1: some point they're gonna stop. I feel like...
0: And you know what? And I actually hear... I'll counter that. I actually don't... I don't think they ever stop. I think that you know ego nope. versus you're gonna it, keep yeah. pulling that rug yeah. from under your feet until you learn that Yeah, I was gonna say what mm-hmm. happens is is that our egos sometimes yep. get big enough where we convince ourselves you know what I mean like we're abandoned we're lost like you know they, they're not gonna teach me the lesson anymore because they've already given up on me and nice. that shit we tell ourselves because mm. if they've given up on us then that's it and so yep. we don't have to pick ourselves back up anymore because even the spirits or
2: God or whatever well, you like, believe in I has see given it with up on us that's dad. True. like I see it with him like hurting with the pain with his mother the pain Mm. with his brother the pain with the just the family in general where it's like i'm strong i'm independent i got this fuck you guys but then you run back you hurt Mm -hmm. right they love like you want their love you want their acceptance you want them to be there with you and they're they just can't be right right and it's really hard because again as latinos we're just kind of like generalized to have to be connected to, to every single member of like our family rib by rib yeah. like no. every single one every primo yes. every fucked up cousin <laughs> yeah. every Let's, every no. tia with a problem no. like no. you know <laughs> and you know i'm the first one to say like i love my mother like my mother yeah, like I, my dad my is the love of my life and my mother has been the best wife Mother, Uh, parental there has ever been on this planet, she's taken us everywhere from trips to getting donuts to going to the library to being a real mother of what a mother should be. But there's also a side of me that will always know that I will never be her. Yeah.
0: Mm,
2: Yeah. And I have to be very real about it. Right. You know, her relationship with my father, the way what she's tolerated as a woman, Oof. what Oof. she's gone through as a mother, even some of the disrespectful ass shit I've sent as her kid.
0: Right. Mm.
2: Right. As a mom now that I'm a mom, I'm like, yo, like, damn, how did my mom even deal with that? right? And I realistically, and it's funny because my mom is Barely five foot one, like she's barely five <laughs> feet. She's 4'11. Wow. She's blanquita as ever, like milky white. Yeah. Salvadorian. And I've always said, I don't ever want to be like my mother. And she's an amazing, phenomenal Mm -hmm. woman. I just don't Mm -hmm. feel like I could ever do to par to who she was. Mm. Yeah. As a woman that cooks and cleans and slaves over her family and her kids and her husband and her job and works and is independent. And that was too much. Yeah. Yeah. And those cycles are those one things, those situations where I'm like, yo, yo no quiero ser así. And it's funny because God says... Jokes
0: on you, bitch! Exactly, ping pong, like my mom Why? says. Why?
2: <laughs> because now my daughter, yeah, I'm I'm five foot eight. I'm darker than my mother. Am I dark enough? No, I'm still white. Yeah, but my daughter, guess what? She's definitely three shades darker than me. Yeah, and she's the doctor already told me my daughter's gonna be six feet six one. Wow, oh. she's gonna be everything dumb. I couldn't have done in my own modeling career. Yeah. Her dad's six, five. Yeah. I'm five, eight. Yeah. Mm. She's got it. She ain't going to be short. So literally I ended up everything I didn't want to be, which was the opposite of my mom, Mm. short and pale. So Jayla, so tell me a little bit. So, so definitely
0: it sounds like we have generational cycles that we feed into. Um, how have you sort of fought for your journey of self-love you shared a little bit about some of the things that you've had to deal with in your past um and none of what you you have accomplished would have happened if there wasn't a way in which you were fighting for yourself and for what you wanted every day what are some of the techniques or things or mantras how do you get by day to day in order to you know get out of bed and still fight for what you want despite uh the generational tendencies
2: that you have well I remember one of the first times that like completely changed my life So I remember growing up my whole life um, I come from a very Central American family like I said very mm-hmm. traditional. And I would, my uncles, my aunts, all live literally down the street. We could walk mm. to each other's houses. It was part of our exercise, like, routine. Like, yes. we would all go walking into Tia, and we'd pick up one Tia and go around and walk to Walmart oh, and walk cute. around and, <laughs> like, do that whole thing because, you know, I was the bigger, chunkier girl, so we needed to go exercise. Mm-hmm. And I remember walking into my uncle's house, and my Theo would be like, hi, Theo, how are you? I and they talk very like, like, okay, hi, Tio. I just wanted to say hi. hi. Like, why yep. are you judging me? Like, yep. what the fuck, bro? Yep. You know, and I remember that at that time, I, I think the last blowout, and I think it was like literally the most life-changing event I've ever had, Was when I was dating, I was dating a Dominican guy. He now works for NASA uh, in Maryland. Uh, We both have chased our dreams um, individually, which is great because we, I feel in a weird way, influence each other. Good. Um, Shout out to him. Uh, Lives in Maryland. He's been doing his thing. We have not talked in years, Hmm. but I remember that, we were together and it was the first time I think ever in my whole entire life, I actually felt loved Hmm. Hmm. where I felt happy where he didn't care what I looked like. He cared about me. He cared about my personality, my hard work, my passion, my dedication, what I wanted to do with my life, you know? And it was really hard to be while I was finally happy in my life to have my parents attacking me with like, Hey, you need to have weight loss surgery. Hmm. Hey, you, um, you know, and to hear these words from my mother's mouth really killed me for a long time. And I, and it took me a minute to forgive her. And it was like, you're fat, you're never going to be beautiful. Mm. And it was her attempt at making me lose weight. It was her attempt at like, I had already gone to LA weight loss, Jenny Craig, uh, like you name it. And I had been through all of it Because I lived in a whitewashed world in Boca Raton where skinny Mm -hmm. was the thing. It was, yeah. Yep, yep. And even when I was skinny and now I look at pictures and I'm like, yo, I was like a fucking stick compared to where I'm at now. Yeah. And I thought I was fat. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, like that just wasn't okay. And at 275 to finally feel like I was beautiful and loved. Hmm. And have my own mother tell me you're fat. You're never going to be beautiful. Was the first time I ever felt like I said fuck you to anybody.
0: Hmm. Yeah,
2: including myself.
0: Hmm.
2: Yo, fuck you. Get out of your own head. You're gorgeous. Yeah, you're gorgeous. Whoever the fuck you where you are. You work hard. You have a you have a house. You have a this. You take care of yourself. You take care of everything you got around you. You work hard. You hustle. Yeah. So where is there less love for that? Hmm. And it's funny because one of the people ask me all the time, like, yo, you've lost 120 pounds. I've just recently gained 30. Like, how has that process been for you? And the shittiest part about it is that I feel like everybody now treats me just like a piece of meat. Hmm. It really Hmm. fucking sucks. Hmm. Because I know the intentions. I see it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So
2: I can't help. But for, like, I will never forget the love of the man who loved me at where I was for who I was and have seen the right intentions from somebody.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: So now being at a different position where people hit you up, they DM you, they come and hit you up because, oh, it's carita or, oh, it's oh, you're so, your eyes are, oh, you're so sexy or, oh, blah, blah, blah. right. it doesn't fucking matter. Right. I'm a fucking human, and I don't like to feel like a piece of meat. That's part of the reason why modeling has been such a difficult career for me.
3: Hmm.
2: Yeah, because I feel like and and there, I know there's substance. I know there's so much work that goes involved in that. So much as a model, yo, being out there, feeling that vulnerable, having to do that much work—it's physical work, it's mental work, it's there's so much to it. Right. And a lot of people don't see it. And I I give that same respect for modeling, for DJing, and for acting. Because even for acting, like people are like, Oh, you're just gonna remember some lines and be on TV. That is not acting. Absolutely not. When you're acting, you gotta you gotta fall into a whole persona. You gotta become a whole nother person and survive that person. Yeah. Yep. Like, there's so, and even for DJs, like, I give so much respect for DJs for the same reason. You gotta remember BPMs at the same time as you gotta talk to your friends and get drunk and mm-hmm. be out there right. and do this and transition right. and have a good set so you don't look like shit.
0: Right, right. Yes, it's it's really it's such a false. There's so many false connotations, and it makes you're exactly right. It makes it so much harder um, to like exist and 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 like love yourself because th- what people are now responding to, like as you grow up and as you, because like even for for example, myself, I've been well, Skittles and I both have been like working out and focusing on our health. Look, I'm 28. I have motherfucking diabetes. I need to right? start working out because I think it'll stop me from drinking because I can't boxing drink and work
2: out. girl. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I do I do boxing. I can't even do regular shit. I go to boxing. Why? Because I, I, I yoga. Yeah, like and, yoga, and I do I yoga have there too. Metal a
2: little plate in my neck. I have back problems. Like yoga has been such it's a such huge a life thing. fate. But like, let's be real. Yoga is expensive. Yo, all
0: the shit is expensive. Even my Yo, boxing,
2: like, I'm it's all sorry, expensive. Yeah, people, like people just think like, oh, we do this to be cute. No, yeah, this shit costs money. Yeah, this shit literally. Ta- it's like, okay, are we gonna go be and and focus on our mental health and focus on our self love, right. And give up on food or rent or priorities or bills right. like it's really hard to have to pick and feel guilty about having to love yourself yes yep yep mm. and then that's why it also kind
0: of makes it like you know like in in the progression of like trying to be healthier so like you know in the past two years i've lost 30 pounds and i'm still in a place where like when i look in the mirror i i can't see that i lost a damn pound like not one like no, it literally treat you but
2: people treat but people, people treat, treat you, different. you totally different. I've gained thirty pounds. Yeah, and people are like, "Damn, Jay, you lost so much weight. Yeah. Oh my God, you look thick in the right places." I'm like, "It's because right. I've gained thirty pounds. Because <laughs> my ass ain't depressed no more. <laughs> going through that separation depression and, and, and that divorce depression. I'm still going through a divorce battle. I've been going through a divorce battle." For years now. Yeah. And it sucks to have to go through all that and your body physically changes. Yeah. Your mental health physically changes. Yep. Your heart, your persona physically changes. So how do you maintain who you truly are through the hurt of what is now adulting? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. adulting because adulting means having kids paying bills being married in a relationship uh, wanting to change your career starting a new business being an entrepreneur all of that is included in all those realms yep
0: yep and then you get people like applauding the shit out of you, and in 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 a way too, like when you see certain people applauding it, it's like, yeah, I'm glad you're applauding it, but I wish you would have applauded who I was when I was who I was always. Or hey, maybe I would have gotten to this point of self love and success with more support that wasn't attached to an outcome that you get out of me. So it's like, oh, you know, you're skinnier now, and now you know now. Well, I, that's why I'm I don't take my wrong. social
2: media serious. Mm-hmm. Like, like realistically, like. I've been in this game for 12 years. 12 years. Yeah. I know the best of the best. I've worked with the best of the best, including Alex Sensation and you name it. I've been there. Right. I'm not even at 20,000 followers. Yeah. That shit's. That's how real this shit is. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm not out there chasing certain things. Mm hmm. I know it's a part of my job and I have to maintain it. Right. But I'm not fixating my life. There's people... I've had people that used to be my interns that have had four years worth of better contracts than me. Wow. And I'm talking about thousands and thousands of dollars that I need as a single mother. Yeah. Because they're men... Or because they're in their different game, Mm
3: -hmm.
2: or because they're different people, I haven't gotten that. I've not gotten one single radio contract in twelve years. Jeez. And I've worked with iHeart, Univision, La Mega, you Cox Media Group, you name it. I've worked with the best companies, and I've been part time eighty percent of the time. Wow. Yeah, people. And the times that I've been full time has never been contracted. And I have people who have worked way down below me, but because they have a niche or a gimmick or because they're men, mm-hmm. they have surpassed me. Hmm. I should have given up years ago. Yeah. And I haven't. Yeah. And honestly, that, but, but like,
0: and it sounds like even in, as you've been talking about your journey, though, the moments in which like your head pops back out and you're peeking and you're like getting things is tied to moments where you feel like you are closer to a certain level of happiness or with yourself,
2: like with yourself. Oh yeah. Self-love has a thousand percent. And I think, I mean, I've seen you go through your highs and lows, Skittles, Mm -hmm. like literally. And I feel like in a weird sense, when we have that validation of bluntly, fuck everyone. Yeah. I'm doing this for me. And it really feels shitty to get to that point, yeah, Because you don't want to tell your family and your friends, go fuck yourself. Right, right. You don't. But sometimes you have to. I I remember having a heart-to-heart with my cousin months ago at her children's one-year-old birthday. And she was like, I'm mad at you. You think your Instagram friends are better than us? And I'm like, why do you think I'm home? Mm. Oh, because you got a bougie-ass radio job. And that's what your mom told us. I said, I came home because I just went through some domestic violence and I literally had to throw up my flag because I wasn't doing anything but doing Lyft in New Jersey without my daughter and trying to heal. Yeah. But none of you take one second to ask me anything. You assume by what you see in that perspective of social media. Yeah. So How? Do I have to go walking around saying like, "Hey guys, like, how my ass be like"? Yeah, yeah, you have to parade your 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 what you are
0: healing from. Really? Yeah,
2: yeah. Even with your own family, and I love them, and we go through it, and we learn through it, and we grow through it, and that's all I can ask for. But that doesn't mean the journey there isn't hard, because again, it's like it's like a black cloud. Like, you're not allowed to talk. Like, at least for me, my Central American life, we're not allowed to talk about, like, hey, I'm going through a divorce. Hey, right, I right, Oh, i went through oh, domestic yeah. violence. Mm-hmm. Hey, no, no. I'm, my, he's cheating on me.
0: Big, those, those things. Esos casos no se hablan. Esa cosa no se hablan. No, <inaudible> absolutely not. Yeah.
2: It's embarrassing. It's a, yeah,
0: like gasp.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? And mm-hmm. like, for me, I've been the opposite. I'm like, yo, I'm talking about my domestic violence. Yeah, Yo, my ex-husband hates it, and that's good for him. He can yeah, hate all he wants. He shouldn't have put, put me through it. Right. 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 But this is my way of healing because it's not only healing for me. It's healing for my daughter. It's healing for other people that are dealing through it right now. Absolutely. That it cannot and do not feel like they have the voice to be strong enough to move forward. And I know what that feels like. And it, I know what it feels like to have to be an advocate. Hmm. And not be advocate at the same time. How can I talk about it and not talk about it at the same time?
0: Okay. Yeah. It's a conundrum. It's a conundrum. I, I honestly I I think it's it's such a first of all, I like I wanna take a moment to acknowledge that where you've come is tremendous and like that is enough. And I think that the word enough, we don't give it enough weight. Like when someone says, Oh, that's enough, we don't we don't like put it anyway. We're like, Oh no, it's never enough. It's never enough. No. Sometimes enough it's enough. Like, I literally am a, 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 working
2: 2 to 7, Monday through Friday. I have events every night after work. I try to rest before work every day. And then every weekend I have something to do. And I still feel, being in New York City without my daughter, having her in Florida with my parents, that I am every day not doing enough, enough. because I'm still struggling financially. Right. Because I still don't have furniture in my little trap house. I'm still sleeping in an air mattress or a mattress on the floor. Yeah. I've been sleeping on couches for the past four months trying to get back on my feet. I still have to figure out how to pay my car, my mortgage, her school, her bills, her clothes, her food. Help my parents out on top of that. Yeah. And then still pay my New York rent, which ain't cheap. My food. My transportation. Come on.
0: Yeah. But the effort coming out of you, like like that, it is enough and it is always just a matter of time. And I hate that. I used to hate that phrase, a matter of time. I used to be like, Sh- shove it up your ass to get a matter of time. Yo, it always is
2: that. Listen, there's one rule that I've been living through. This is like my, I feel like it's like my mantra. There's two things I learned when I started in radio and... Shout out to Terry Alexander. He is an old school radio producer, executive, like he's amazing. And I haven't seen him in years. And he taught me one of these things when I first started in radio as an intern in promotions. And he told me, he goes, the best way to move up is to move out Mm -hmm. and out of your comfort zone. That's why I tell everybody, the worst that could happen to me right now is I took a chance moving to New York, and the worst that could happen is I'm going to go home to my beautiful two-bedroom condo on the fucking lakefront in Florida with my house and my car and my parents 10 minutes from my crib. The worst that can happen, I'm going to go live a regular, schmegular Life. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. That's yep. the worst that can happen. Yeah. And realistically, that's what a lot of these people are been doing nowadays. Is it what I'd be okay with? Absolutely not. Right. But it's the worst. Yeah. If that's the worst. I'm good. Which is what led to rule number two. And this is literally, I live by this. I don't have any tattoos. And I think if I did get a tattoo, it's probably, other than my daughter's lips on my body, it'd probably be this. Because I, I literally, like, it's, it was life-changing for me when I heard him say this. Temporary inconvenience for permanent improvement. Hmm. Mm.
0: Hmm. I like that. Temporary inconvenience for permanent improvement. Yeah, I love and
2: that. And I share this all the time, especially with people that share with me their struggles. I'm like, yo, temporary inconvenience for permanent improvement. You got to temporarily struggle to go through what you need to de- like do so you could permanently get to where you need to be. And mm. it's not easy. It's not fucking easy. It yeah. really, <laughs> It really sucks. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yes. But that's the reality. It's a temporary inconvenience. Yeah. For you to permanently get to where you need to be, whether that's with your family, your relationship, your kids, your career, your job, it doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. Yeah. So if there was one piece of
0: advice that you would give to anyone who's struggling with anything, right? Any, any number of things um, who are fighting in their self-love journey or having a hard time, what's a piece of advice that you would give them?
2: Temporary convenience <laughs> for permanent improvement. And the one thing that has been the biggest issue for me, which has been patience. Hmm. Patience and enjoy the journey hmm. because that goes hand in hand. Because hmm. if you don't have patience, you're only getting from the start to the finish. Right. So if you need to have patience, enjoy the journey while you're having the patience. Hmm. And that's literally what I'm doing now. We were talking about this earlier on the walk. Yeah. That I was like, yo, for the first time ever, like, you know, I've been in this game for 12 years. So three months into being back in my role in New York, it's not like I haven't been in New York. It's not like I haven't right. worked for the same company. It's not like I haven't done New York radio, but I'm already like, what's the next step? Yeah. Like, where's my next, like, I want endorsements. I want TV spots. Like, I want TV time. Like, where's my next, like, where's my modeling? Like, where, where like, I, the, the Latina in me, wants it all now. Yeah. No te deja. No te deja. But what's happened that being now in my 30s, (laughs) um, I've learned that when I look back, I'm like, damn, I've had some really, really great times. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And guess what? I never enjoyed them Hmm. because I was too busy trying to get to like, who do I need to meet? Where do I need to go? What's the finish line? Where is all this? Mm-hmm. that I haven't enjoyed the journey. So I think now that I'm in a certain place in my life, like I actually want to jo- enjoy the journey. I don't want to feel guilty. I don't want to feel like I'm fucking up. I don't want to feel that even generational guilt. Right. Where it's like, I'm going out on a Tuesday. Like even that stupidity is yeah. a guilt for us. Yeah. You're going out during the week. <gasps> How could you do that? Right. We only go out on weekends during the week. You got to behave and cook and clean and be inside your house and work and you have Oops. a nine to five and call mm-hmm. But reality is, we're creatives. We let that is seven. Not actually <laughs> our Monday through Fridays are a little bit busier than our own weekend. That's right. Yeah, Let's be real. But guess what? Our families, our aunts, our uncles, our cousins, our primos, our tias and tios don't understand that. Yeah. Different world up here. Different world. It's a totally different world. Yeah. So it's like finding that middle balance of trying to... Everything. Put all those worlds together.
0: Skittles, you got a piece of advice?
3: it
2: was either the um, proper 12 right or the knowledge and i'm just gonna go with the knowledge so i can yeah. make myself feel no, better no he's
0: digesting every word you're saying
1: i i feel like there are so many points that you've made during your talking that i've connected with and that's why i feel like i don't need to interrupt myself interrupt it with like any of my input because I feel like it's important for you to get that out. Um, oh my god, uh, it was advice for yeah,
0: any self love advice?
1: Oh my goodness, I feel like oh, so. For me, I feel like self love is always like an evolution. For me, I feel like it's been mm-hmm. this when we talk about self love and the journey, it's it's full of highs and lows, and you're always evolving, and things are always changing as time goes on. Um so it's hard for me to really say that there's like one solid piece of advice that I can give but but
2: what's made it easier?
1: I think what's made it
2: easier is Or at least more Okay, so let me let, let's switch it up because yeah. easier is one thing. Thing there's a lot of things that make things easier. Alcohol makes things makes easier. Things easier. Drugs make things easier uh, being around um enablers right makes things, things easier way yeah. easier so what makes you okay. 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 what makes you feel less what makes you feel less guilty about having self-love? I think you kind of
1: just literally just touched upon it is literally making sure that I surround myself with people. Who believe in the journey? Who believe in the that's super who important? Who believe in the evolution? Who super believe super in you? Because whenever like Excellent. you're at your lowest, that those are the people that are gonna bring you And it's you back funny up. because
2: when you're at your lowest, you attract and disattract the people that are needed and not needed in your life. And I literally had to go through that with my separation and. Leaving my marriage, Hmm. I literally lost everybody who I thought were my closest my sister, my like my family. Like, I lost my family, and it was so hard to go from zero almost again, right? And not know who to trust, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know. And I think it's super important, but I feel like the more you love yourself, yeah, the more you attract. Absolutely, the absolute people you need in your life. Like, I have now, in the last three or four months, have never in my life, and it includes you guys, because we've been talking for a couple months, right? Yeah, yeah, on different between dragos and different events and different simulations, but it's like a weird attraction magnet. To how when your energy is good, when you love, when you, even if you don't love yourself fully, you don't right. have to love yourself because right, that's an everlasting percent. journey. And nobody ever does. That journey takes forever. But the minute you finally say, I'm putting me first, it's like the universe, the spirits, God, whatever you decide to believe in, legit brings anything and everything to you. I was in Florida- yeah. For five months, never thinking I'd come back to New York ever again. I had given up on my journey here. And I got, hey, we got a morning show. You sure you don't want to do a more show? You said no four times? Cool. Um, how about afternoons? Hmm. Uh, ma'am. Ma'am, are you coming? And I had to look at my paycheck. I had to look at my situation. I had to look at my daughter. I had to review. I had to go back and be like, yo, what do I do? Do I leave my daughter and chase our dreams? But then again, this is what the same thing our parents used to do, what our grandparents did. Hello. So why is this not ding, the ding, new ding, version ding, of ding. the American dream? Hello. Yeah.
1: It's so funny that you that this is your story because for me, I'm kind of going through a very similar situation where, like, for five years, I had, like, a full-time like salaried music teacher, teacher yeah. position. Yeah. And but my the voice in my head was saying, yep. You don't want to do this. This isn't where you wanna be. This isn't that, you know, you shouldn't be in this position. And for five years I fought that voice and I tried to do my best at that job and and safety
2: is a bitch. And Let me and tell at some point you I literally yeah that- I, that guilt of having to feel security, yes, especially yes. in our culture, security yes. work-wise, security financially, yep. security home-wise. Yeah. Yes. And
1: to get to the point where you were finally going to be like, I'm going to leave this situation because it's unhealthy for me and I need to the do what's going to make me happy. And it was one of the craziest to-
2: it it's was the, one of the craziest, hardest decisions but I've ever one made. Of when, of one of the biggest acts of self-love. Yo, yeah. I remember when my dad... And when, most
1: important. Uh, I yeah. used
2: to be a preschool teacher and a nanny. So one of, when I started nannying, the lady that I was nannying for, rich white, white lady woman. from Boca, her daughter was Italian and Dominican. Mm. But her daughter did not know her Dominican side. So as a Latina, I was the one who mm. showed her how to show herself what self-love for her body for her curves for her situation hmm. especially back then I was 275 so of course I was like no mm. right. you know and I started working her and she was five four wow and now like the last time I saw her she met my five-year-old daughter wow Mm. wow and we met at disney one of my favorite places in the fucking planet me too (laughs) you know and it's hard when you hear these kids say like hey i want you to be proud of me i'm 30 days sober i'm going through rehab and she's 18 Mm. Mm. you
0: know it's
2: hard going through these situations when you know that these kids are dealing with so much pain and hurt
0: yeah yeah
2: you know what I mean? Yeah. And then like for you to have to like, again, grow up and do have to mm-hmm. say like, yo, what is my self love? Like what is my own value?
0: Right. Yeah. yeah. That's the journey, man. And I think that that's why it, and thank you all both for sharing all of that. Like, I think that that is why when people say that oh we're our ancestors' wildest dreams, self love and an act of self love. If that is all I can teach the generation after me, my nieces, whatever if like I ever have kids, yes. that because, love because it. it is because if, like,
1: actually it now together. that you literally just said that a thought that had occurred to me earlier in the conversation, but we weren't in this section and I wanted to make sure that I was saying it here, was like one of the ways that we as the younger. Generations to our older generations are teaching is by simply existing.
0: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. For
1: me, yeah. hard body, like yeah. being yeah. someone who's like gay, playing with gender roles, you know, coming from a super traditional Catholic Puerto Rican background. Like, I was right. an altar server until you know? I was
2: 18 years old. I got Girl. kicked out. <laughs> I got kicked out by my own godparents. Wow. Yeah. My padrinos yeah. were like, you're a master of ceremony, you need to leave. You're yeah. too old for this. Yo. Like, you know, and it was really hard to have to like, okay, so where the fuck do I Good. fit in? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know where to fit in anymore. But and I even think- for me, like, you know what, what you're saying? Like, mm-hmm. it was hard because my mom didn't accept, like, and I love my mother, and this is like such a hard topic for me to talk about because I don't ever want her to look bad. Right, But I think... And this is a conversation her and I have had. She just didn't know any better. Yeah. Where we come from in El Salvador, there just aren't black people. There's gray. Hmm. There's indios. There's indigenous. Right. There's, but there's no black. We're in Costa Rica. It's the complete opposite. Yeah. Mad
0: black. We go
2: to Limon and it's black. Right. You go to near Panama, it's black. Yeah. Like so for me, growing up in that weird space where my mom didn't understand my dad and our cultures didn't mix, but they were so close to each other, it was just very confusing yeah. going through all of that and knowing what I could and could not date, who I could and could not be mm-hmm. and I think for me, I grew up in a lot of boundaries, yeah, I grew up with like, okay, this is what you do you become an, like you become an altar server, you do your first communion, you get your baptism you You know, you do your confirmation, then you get married. And then, like, you know, it's very traditional. It's the
0: ritual. You know, and and
2: that's just not... But I always felt the untraditionalist because I was the first female altar server. Like, I remember the guy who did my quince was Padre Alberto Coutier, who is the same one that did Celia Cruz's wedding and the same one who got caught on South Beach with some girl making a baby. Like, (sighs) so like, you already know. know. (sighs) Like, I did not grow up Uh, normal. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. I would get recognized in Costa Rica for being on international TV, for being an altar server, not for being a model, a TV personality, a radio personality, but for being a, a girl dressed in a red gown before men where that was not a tradition in the Catholic Mm. church. Hmm. So it's like, I feel like my whole life I've been fighting boundaries, whether it's with weight, whether it's with gender, whether it's with religion, whether whatever it is, I feel like that's just what my whole life has been. Right, And it's hard because a lot of, like, I think this is one of the first times ever in my life I've been able to share this much Hmm. and feel comfortable Mm. sharing. Yeah
1: and to that point of literally you are like just by simply existing yeah. you are educating and you are yeah you know pushing forward the the boundaries of of the
0: uh, of everything of the of conventions of yeah of the conventions
2: it's like the before. Latino elevation yeah yes. I think that's what we should call yes. it yes, Latino <laughs> elevation.
0: no and like on that note like really th- again thank you so much for sharing all of that and I I think that w- how you speak is radical I think like Juan is saying your existence is radical I am so happy to know that your daughter has a mother like you uh, to look you. up to um, and I'm so glad that the people who watch you whether they're watching you because they're haters or they're watching you because you're supporting you, what you are doing is radical. And 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 it's brave. And it, and you're so fearless. And I'm so happy you were with us today. Thank and you, you know, so and much. And I want to thank you guys
2: because <laughs> shows and people like you guys, you know, like I'm very, again, because of my traditions, we're very protective of, of like how we can talk, where we can talk, what we can right. say. So to have outlets like this and people like you guys that, make me want to continue like feel comfortable to break that mold to feel comfortable to have those conversations i think is very important yes and i really do appreciate you guys like like more than beyond belief and oh, thank you like I'm so proud of you guys I'm and congratulations with what's coming for 2020. <laughs> yeah. We come in, we, we coming hey, for ya. Uh, we coming, uh, coming uh, for uh, 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 ya. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, uh,
0: Jayla uh, Any. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, all right, all right, all right. ahead. no shot <laughs> taken yet. All right. It's stay it's over I'm there with it. your little drinks. So Jayla, tell us where can we find you? What it, tell us your your show times, any shout outs you have?
2: Man, just shout out to all the Latinos, all the Latino
0: exes, all my
2: Latinas who feel like I do and like we do. Yes. Fighting through adversity and feeling Mm -hmm. like we can't and feeling like, you know what? Dreams are going to be made true. Mm -hmm. Like the American dream is our dream. Mm. It is whatever we make it. Yes. So stop going to feel your parents' traditions. Stop trying to feel like you got to... Succeed to everybody's other roles. Whatever mm-hmm. you want your American dream, your Latina dream to be, you can do that. Yes. And I've seen so many of my own fellow women create that. And it's a beautiful thing. You can follow me on Instagram at I am Jayla yeah. double I-A-M-J-A-Y-L-A-H. You already know. And man, just, just. Let's keep hustling, yes, And let's, let's just keep... keep breaking cycles and creating better futures and trust funds for our babies. Trust funds. Listen, yes. I love my Jewish community. Like, I, ma- <laughs> my mom makes a badass matzo ball soup. Hey. Like, I grew up with a lot of Jewish friends. Like, I'm all for it. But I want some of them trust funds yes. too, baby. trust fund
0: baby. So we need to create yes. trust funds for our babies. <laughs> Yo, let's do Absolutely. this. Absolutely. Skittles, yes. where can they find us?
1: Well, you guys can all find us on Ladies Who Bruncher on Instagram. You can also find us on Ladies Bruncher on Twitter. And also give us give our YouTube channel a fucking love at <laughs> Ladies Who Brunch at <laughs> <and> YouTube <too. laughs> um, And then you can listen to all our episodes on all your favorite streaming platforms.
0: Absolutely. And thank you so much for tuning in this week, guys. And until next time, brunch, brunch, brunch. That's how we say brunch. Here's to the ladies who say visit with their lunch. You want that bochinche? Back at
1: the cochinche. You know what they said? That's a busy glass thinking. Aquí en esta mesa se repeta como yo. Si la copa
0: es italiana, yo te do la bendición. So what if we get that We turn the brunch. That's it. Don't get it twisted. We be going to Manhattan. Be a queen. Be a boss. Ladies be who brush and poppin' in Hey, we pop, pop.